views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh boy, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Listen, This is going to be an amazing show. Benny and I were just getting a sneak peek at what's to come. Joining me here today is the author of Dreaming on Both Sides of the Brain. Discover the secret language of the night. And by the way, we have seven copies of this book to give away by Dr. Doris Cohen joining me here today. Now, here's what I want to say. It's Many of us walk around and we think we have a sense of what is dreaming? What should we do? How do we do it? What does it mean? But I will tell you this, you know, Dr. Cohen, internationally renowned clinical psychologist, psychotherapist, private practice for more than 30 years, but she is doing something that gets underneath many, many aspects of our behavior in the world, the core of it, whether it's psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, past life regression, dream analysis, when you put it all together, I'm telling you, get ready for the guides, the angels of light, get ready for what, who, how is going to show up today in the show. I want you all to write down our call-in number, 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take your calls. You can come on the air, ask a question. We're going to give books away, and we're going to talk about dreaming on both sides of the brain. Dr. Cohen, great to have you here. What a great – boy, I was so excited about today's show. Uh, Oh, thank you. That was a very nice introduction. I still remain, after all these years and the tens of thousands of dreams and work with patients, very excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been, and let me just start out like this. I think it has been both the mystery and the challenge. And Mm. let's talk about this from, you know, your excitement and, you know, your, let's just call it inspiration to bring this conversation about uh, dreaming to the forefront. You know, you were talking to me during the break and I was saying, you know, I I don't think, I don't think I'm dreaming at night, but I have these Mm -hmm. daydreams. And you said, we all dream. So what are dreams? Why do some of us think we don't dream? And, you know, what is our mind trying to convince our bodies that we're not doing? (laughs) Okay, it's not so much the mind or the body, although expression of dreams takes place Mm -hmm. in both of these. Uh, It's your unconscious. Mm. 
we have a conscious and we have an unconscious. Unconscious is when we're not aware of whatever is going on. For example, uh, whatever is happening on the left quadrant of your digestive tract. Your body knows what to do. You don't, you're not exactly sure now I need to release this hormone or this chemical to digest properly what I ate a half hour ago. The body knows, and that's the language of the unconscious. It's already been determined with functional brain MRIs that the unconscious determines 95 to 98% of our behavior. When we dream, the unconscious is communicating with, with you. Uh, shall I call you Dr. Pat or Pat? I'm- yeah, you call me Pat and I'll call you Doris. How's that sound? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole lot easier, Pat. I'm okay. right. It's better. When- I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a girl from the Bronx, you know? Oh, I see. I see. I, I've been all, all over, but it's not necessarily with wealth either. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Now, um, but, you, you know, this is really a conversation because there's so much going on right now in the yes. unconscious of each of yes. us today, yes. today's world. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, today's world with the tumult and the distress is pressing everyone's buttons with anxiety and uncertainty. And that mm-hmm. touches a couple of other issues. It's not only the dreams. It's really about spirituality and having, uh, if you give any credence to divine energy, regardless of whatever tradition, yep. meditation, uh, religion, whatever whatever practice that you have, hopefully you have some, yeah. um, you know, the divine never forgets us. That's what we always have to remember as reassurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. people dream more, of course, at a time of crisis and tumult, because our own unconscious sends us information every night mm-hmm. about our physical health, our mental health, our relationships, our hopes, our desires, our fears, our uncertainties all the time. And we blithely ignore it and say, well, I don't dream. Uh, there's no such thing, because research mm-hmm. has taken place as early as the 1950s in labs that we have between five and eight dreams every single night. And they've done the research, you know, with electrodes and uh, um, uh, uh, rapid eye movement. So they have assessed very correctly and very reliably, by the way, this has been reproduced over and over because Mm -hmm. there is a lot of research regarding dreams. It's expanded in all kinds of directions since then. But we all dream. The problem is we don't know how to recall the dreams. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will share with you my piece. I used to remember between uh, around three dreams a year when, I, you know, when I just started out as a professional. Three dreams a year is ridiculous. I mean, it's nothing. When I learned the technique, and it's a very simple tool, and I will tell you about it right now in a minute. Yeah. Once I learned the tool of how to recall the dream, I began to remember about three to five dreams a week. Wow. And when you multiply that by 50, it's like 100, more or less, 150 dreams a year compared to three. I mean, that's exponentially more. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. exciting. It was like opening up, you know, mm-hmm. the expression open sesame, magic, amazement. Mm-hmm. All of these, uh, it's like theater at night, every single night and you don't have to pay a ticket you, you, can, well, yeah. you can go in okay let me tell you how to recall dreams when you get into bed 
And, you know, your eyelids begin to flutter and you're just about to fall asleep. At that moment, you need to say out loud, not loudly necessarily, out loud. If you have a mate in bed, prepare them for it. Don't let them interrupt you. Um, You say out loud, I will remember my dreams clearly and well and write them down when I wake up. Now, you can, if you're going to write, like with a pen or whatever, that's fine. If you, because it's very specific. If you're going to record it, like on an iPhone, just press a button and you have the recorder, then say, I will record my dreams, okay? So I will remember my dreams clearly and well and write them down when I wake up. You say three times, you say thank you, and that's it. You keep saying that, you know, every night. What happens is when it's just before you fall asleep, your brain waves have already changed from beta, which is what you and I are doing. We're talking, we're interacting. Yeah. The, we are in beta brain waves, which is 12 to 48 cycles a second. When we begin to go into the preparing to go into sleep, our brain starts, our brain waves begin to slow down, go into alpha, which is 8 to 12 cycles per second. When your brain hears your voice saying, I will remember my dreams clearly and well and write them down when I wake up and you repeat it three times, it hears it as a self-hypnotic suggestion. Mm. So you're already communicating with your unconscious and hypnotizing yourself to do this when you carry out this recommendation. Say it every night. Don't have any expectations about magic overnight. But this is what you do. If you're going to write it out, make sure, like what you said you do, you have a notebook by the bed. Immediately when you awaken, lean over and start writing. And it goes like this. Uh, don't go have a shower or empty out one end, uh, because, you know, to the restroom, empty out yeah. one end, because you're going to empty out the other end as well. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't do that necessarily. Immediately start writing, Okay. Uh, write the date and write. And then you can say, oh, well, uh, 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 you know, a lot of hesitation. Right, I right, don't right. know. I can't recall any dream. Uh, okay. Oh, that's exactly Pause. what I do, Doris. You just Pause like for, exactly why right? I, I get into this little problem where I can't, you know, remember my dreams. So this uh, is really uh-huh. interesting. I've, do, I've done 9,000 interviews. This is the first time I've heard this. Wow. And it's so simple. This is the primary uh, direction, the primary emphasis in all of my work, because I communicate with loving guides and angels of the light and have been doing so for years. Uh, they're always saying, Doris, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Now, what is important in order to cross that bridge of, okay, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember, I don't think I dreamt, or I can't recall a dream. Close your eyes for a moment. Not it's, The whole process is not lengthy, laborious, or difficult mm-hmm. at all. Pause for a few moments and then write down whatever comes into your awareness, my dear. Oh, okay. Awareness. Why? Because you're still in alpha. And alpha is a slower brain wave that is semi-hypnotic. And after alpha, you go into sleep uh, mode, which is theta, and that is um, the uh, four to eight cycles per second. And finally, in deep, deep sleep, it's half a cycle, which is uh, delta, half a cycle to uh, four cycles. And Mm -hmm. that's very deep. And we are really in the unconscious then. When you pause and you write whatever comes into your awareness, it has direct relevance because your unconscious is still there. It may be still a little hazy, but once you, it's like priming, it's like uh, pumping, 
you know, if you have a water pump. Yeah, and yeah. What do you do with the handle? You're trying to uh, prime the pump. So you keep pressing it down and pressing it down till you create a uh, enough of, uh, you know, the impetus and the push. Mm-hmm. And then the water starts rising up, okay? Yeah, I got to ask you this question. I got to ask you this question, um, mm-hmm. and we're gonna. Boy, I'm so glad we have an old, uh, an entire hour to speak because I am so <laughs> excited about this. This is like am, new. So the question is, uh, yeah. and I'm gonna have you think about it. We'll talk about it when we come back from break. Sure. Am I consciously not wanting to remember my dream, mm-hmm. or do you think maybe I just don't know how? Hold that thought. Dr. Doris Cohen joined me here today, dreaming on both sides of the brain. We have got seven copies of the book to give away. And I'm telling you, this is, I'm just getting a little bit of of Doris here. I don't know why Doris is not doing her own radio show. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, are you consciously wanting to remember your dream or not? And by the way, why do we? Well, Doris is going to tell you all of that, but the book is amazing. It's amazing. And for those for those of you that are Virgos out there, by the way, my friend Linda, there's even something in here for you. Practical dreams. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Integrate spirituality into your everyday lives on Universe Soul Heart Radio. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Kathleen Johnson explores the concept of sensible spirituality, keeping you grounded, connected, and centered on the path to wholeness. Kathleen has dedicated her life to facilitating holistic healing and wholeness in others. Listen to Universe Soul Heart Radio and learn how to flourish, grow, and impact all we do on planet Earth. For more information, go to universesoulheart.net. Now you can be a part of one of the most powerful programs to help create a more joyful, loving, abundant, and peaceful world. Every day at 12 noon in any time zone, join millions of other people around the world to spend a few minutes in joy, love, and gratitude. Brought to you by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. Together, we can raise the vibration of the planet. For more information, visit globalmomentofjoy.com. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. 
Hey, did you know why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundationless. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness. Either way, there's a big new global rewrite happening again because these guys cannot stop changing. There should be like a change anonymous that Gary and Dane go to. And it's happening April 28th to May 1st. You can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash global foundation. It's happening in Paris. Go to Paris or do it online or find a pod near you. These are all the options you have. And what else is possible? Uh, you know, hey, everybody, welcome back. And as I said before, we've got seven copies of the book to give away, dreaming on both sides of the brain. But before we kind of do that, um, I want to just let everybody know, you can find out more about Dr. Doris very simply. Go to the website, drdoriscohen.net. Dot net. And when you go there, you're going to be like, uh, you're going to see exactly why I was saying to her, you know, today we're only talking about dreaming, but my gosh, we could have talked about a gazillion things today. You're right. Um, I mean, there's so much. Um, uh-huh. There's a blog here. Take a look at it. It's amazing. Um, and then, Benny, let's start by giving our first copy of the book away. And we're also taking your calls. one 800 9302819 Now before you even do that no go ahead and do that go to the drpatshow.com and go t- type in where it says ask your question ask us whatever questions you want and we'll get them on air Um Dr Dr Cohen listen before yeah. the break and during the break I was I asked the question okay so am I in complete denial when I'm like, I can't remember my brain or my dreams, or is it just that I don't know how? What is going on with me? And then why do we want to remember that? Okay. Very yeah. good question. It's really the basics and the foundation regarding dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the first thing you mentioned, am I really not wanting? Am I really blocking? Am I yeah. really avoiding? Yeah. Uh, that may be, but only after you've already, what are you going to avoid unless you know what the heck you're avoiding? You see? <laughs> so it's really because we don't know how to recall our dreams. Okay. You know, in some cultures, like uh, Native American is one of them, they encourage, they talk about, oh, honey, to the, to the kids, what did you dream last night? What was it about? Right. If we develop those, like we develop language, if we develop those basic skills, what was your dream? What did you dream? And if the three-year-old or the four-year-old, as soon as they begin to have any sense of language, if we would do that, we would remember our dreams as a habit. And then if after that we start saying, oh, I can't remember any of my dreams. I don't know what's going on. I guess I must have stopped dreaming. No, 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 no. We do not stop dreaming. Uh, we may cut the uh, dreams, may either decrease or be hampered to some extent if we're taking uh, drugs, alcohol, 
It sort of whacks you. It pushes you down. It dampens the process. However, since we all dream and dream every night, when we say, I don't, I don't dream, it's because I don't know how to recall mm-hmm. my dreams. You see. So when you, when you use this very simple tool and say three times out loud, when you're about to fall asleep, I will remember my dreams clearly and well and write them down when I wake up or record them as soon as I wake up and record it or write it out. Uh, <clears throat> what happens is as you begin to write it out or record it every day, and remember what we said earlier, it doesn't matter if you're not fully aware that it's a dream. So whatever comes into your awareness when you first wake up, that's what mm-hmm. matters, you see. And never delay the writing or recording of a dream because it will be gone. See, we have a right brain and a left brain, and there is something called the corpus callosum, which is the bridge between the left and the right. And you're mostly in the right. This is a very rough uh, description. It's not exactly, you know, the neurological Mm -hmm. fully. It's a very rough description. So we go from to the left brain, which is the conscious, the rational. Uh, I need to write three checks today. I need to make sure and contact Mr. Jones has written to me. That's very rational, one, one, two, two, and so forth. That's left functioning, okay? So where can we go from the right brain to the left? If you start with the left brain, the dream is gone. It will be very hard to recapture it. So that's okay. why it's very important to record it immediately, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I like what you said because that's important. I want to just go back to that. You yes. know, what you're saying is you've the first thing, the first thing that comes to mind, not your right. interpretation of it. You know what Abra, I mean? So oh. like we wake up in the morning and we want to kind of, oh, what did I, you know, like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. What's the first mm-hmm. thing? What's the first mm-hmm. thing? And don't try to interpret anything at that time. Even if one of the most common dreams is, your, which is a nightmare for people is I'm going down the street and I feel that someone is behind me. I begin to run. It's dark and I feel so vulnerable, threatened. And I know that this person, whomever it is, is going to be harming me, whether it's a gun or a knife or whatever. Mm. Very common dream. Okay. You don't start interpreting it in the morning. No, don't do that. Write down whatever comes into your awareness and whatever you can recall. Later in the day, read it out loud slowly, my dear, slowly, so that your brain, once again, is hearing you say, I was running down a street. Pause for a moment. What street? A street in front of my house? A street in a downtown area? A street somewhere I don't know anything about, okay? I've never seen this street before. Just write it down and begin to ponder. When you read the uh, the whole, what, everything that you've read out loud slowly, you begin to get a sense of what might be going on, and we'll tell you how to go about doing that as well. Yeah. In, yeah. The, the guides have offered, I have a dream guide that came to me uh, in the middle of a therapy session, because I'm a clinical psychologist, I've done therapy uh-huh. with thousands of people, and while I was working with a patient regarding her dreams, and it was kind of constipated, it wasn't getting anywhere, you know, huh, 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 when you know Kept yeah. going back and forth, and then I had this voice saying, "Why don't you try it this way?" Now I don't need this because, and if I had told the patient, she probably would have said, "Who needs to sit here, you or me?" You know, because what, doc, you hear voices, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
it's usually associated with being out of control or a psychotic process, but it was so distinct, and I don't, I literally, I don't hear voices. I was very surprised. So silently I asked, are you from the light? Oh. And I heard the voice say, yes, that was enough. I, I picked up the suggestion, again, not saying it out loud to the client. I picked up the suggestion. We worked on it. It was perfect. Everything fell into place. After she wow. left, I wow. locked the door, said a prayer, because I wanted to create some sacred energy, some sacred space, you know. Because, I mean, there are many things that are unseen that could affect us. I don't want to mess with anything. Yeah. Said a prayer. It- and well, I, I, I think that what you're talking about, though, for people is we don't want to get in, in the way of the information, because I don't think that many of us, Dr. Cohen, realize yes. that there's information here. And yes. I would like to ask yes. you about that. Can you talk Please. about what this information is and how do mm-hmm. we use it? Okay. Yeah. This is the information from your own unconscious. Mm-hmm. Your unconscious watches out for you at all times. You see, let's say an example could be, this is a dream. The person uh, was having issues. It was a, a woman in her 40s. She was having recurrent problems with digestion in waking mm-hmm. time. She went to doctors. You know, they gave her meds. They did this. They told her to change her diet. She did this. She changed it. And she was a little better, but still she was having problems. She was having gas. She was having constipation. She was having diarrhea. So she has a dream. And in the dream, she is doubled over with pain because, you know, her bowel movements are not regular, and she feels the constraints and the gas makes her feel awful. So she has a dream that uh, she is in her house and someone is knocking at the door. She goes and opens the door, and there is a uh, a neighbor down the street who um, that you know she had been friends with, uh, and he says to her, "I have some flowers for you." And she says, "Oh, thank you so much." And it was it's interesting because it was winter, and in the dead of winter, uh, you know, especially for us who live in the Midwest or if we live up north, you know. In the winter, everything dies off and then blooms beautifully in the spring. He gives her the flowers. She wakes up and says, oh, how nice, how wonderful. So what is the unconscious saying? Your your neighbor symbolizes, because it's the language, uh, the language of dreams is the language of the unconscious, which is the language of symbols. A neighbor symbolizes someone who lives near you, with you, supports you. And he brings her flowers. So flowers are pretty, and it's amazing. In other words, she can find something sweet and delightful. In in the dead of winter, even though she's not able to find it with the doctors from someone nearby, and she started thinking about that uh, in the morning, and she started remembering that someone at her own office started talking about uh, they went to a holistic doctor, and the doctor was very helpful. You see, one step further, one step further. That's information, my dear, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You and, you know, there is part of this, too, that is um, in the book. There are so mm-hmm. many things that you point out to us, right? Yes. You know, yes. and a lot of things I don't think people people know 
Um, and one of the quotes, I want to take it right out of the book and talk to you about it when we come back from break. Um, one of the quotes is the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. The dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. And I was reading this and I was like, Mm -hmm. huh, I had to talk to, I had to talk to Doris about that. Let's take a short break. When we come back, remember that the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. And why is it we don't think that that's true? And my favorite topic, why was it when I was a kid, I used to plan my dreams and I still do that today. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. That and a lot more. Stay juicy. Tune in to Your Juicy Love with me, Una Drake, co-hosting monthly with Dr. Pat and every second Monday at 12 p.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. My show, Your Juicy Love, helps you find the dynamic, life-affirming love you've always wanted. Transform your relationships and bring peace, joy, and juicy, juicy love to planet Earth. For more information, visit unadrake.com. Choose the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie Show. Tune in each week on Transformation Talk Radio as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. The Cornelia Stephanie Show is your catalyst for anchoring heaven on earth on a global scale. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio. Featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net. Tune in each Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Tune into the wisdom of your soul for guidance on living a joyful life. On Soul Wisdom Radio, Wendy will provide inspiration to raise your vibration and connect with your higher self and guides. Learn how to balance your ego and to progress spiritually on Soul Wisdom Radio with Wendy Rose Williams. Visit wendyrosewilliams.com or Transformation Talk Radio to learn more about a healing session with Wendy and her events and publications. Your happiness is your choice on Natural Peace Radio. Follow Sarah Van Ryswick as she addresses the power of emotions. Each month, Sarah covers different topics as she helps listeners activate their energetic spark and create powerful energy and amazing opportunities. Manifest your desires with Natural Peace Radio. 
For more information on Sarah and her work, visit naturalpeaceliving.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Doris Cohen joining me here today, dreaming on both sides of the brain. Discover the secret language of the night. And we've got copies, copies of the book, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. And if you call that number even after the show, we're going to keep giving copies of the book away. Um, You know, there's so much here, Dr. Cohen, there's so much here that uh, I wanted to talk about. I mean, I pulled one thing out of here, uh, a quote about the dreamer uh, and what we dream about. And it's kind of like, I don't think we do that. And I was sharing a little bit about myself as a kid creating my dreams. And I could tell you that I never really thought when I dreamed about another person that I was actually dreaming about me. So this is really fascinating. Uh, What's working, my left brain, my right brain, or both of them? (laughs) See, um, it's very interesting what you you did because that's unusual because Mm -hmm. a child is always in a reactive mode. Uh-huh. Not a proactive mode. You were being proactive by creating that fantasy, that image, that waking dream, or whatever it was, mm. and always ending it with your being rescued. Mm-hmm. So that begs the question: What did the little girl feel about her environment and her the hope, desire to get rescued? You see. So, yeah. and because a child is not going to say, you know what, I am feeling victimized here and I'm going <laughs> no. to get rescued. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the child is not going to say that. So you use the context of those characters, those figures, and because they, you know, they're very powerful, they are, mm-hmm. they have a huge impact, so you could scare the heck out of somebody else who might be threatening you, and mm-hmm. therefore you will have another character come and rescue you. So yeah. this is a very interesting interplay that the child is experiencing about feeling threatened, not knowing how to express it necessarily with words, but you express it so creatively by those dreams. That's why you did it. Now, the adults in your life, did they know what you were doing? No, they didn't. You know, the adults I knew that I, I, I've got to tell you, from a really early age, I, yeah. I mean, I was in psychotherapy at age seven, just, just saying. Uh, Dr. Jacoby, because I Uh lived in this world, this comic book world, this, my relationship (laughs) with, with, with Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, for me, it was my Mm -hmm. playground. And here's an Mm -hmm. interesting thought. Mm -hmm. Um, I not only was rescued, but at some point, I don't remember if it was like moving into eight or nine years old. I became okay. part of their team. So I became a warrior with them. Um, oh, now, wow. what were we Beautiful. fighting? I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, don't but know I what? became part of their team, right? Um, yeah, you don't know what? Did you I don't know what we were know. fighting. I don't remember what we oh, were fighting. Oh, it doesn't matter, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. It's yeah. empowering yourself mm-hmm. by creating those scripts, you see. 
How wonderful. Mm. You know, human beings have communicated, we've communicated with each other from time immemorial in caves, in savannas, but by telling stories around the fire. So you created stories at night to handle whatever was distressing during the day, during waking time. When Mm. you join them, it's very empowering because they are the strong ones, they are the big ones, you know, whether it is (laughs) Batman, whether it is, you know, and can scare um, threats away, even like Frankenstein, you know, Mm -hmm. anyone seeing Frankenstein would run the other way. (laughs) So by your looking at Frankenstein and connecting with Frankenstein, you ha- you feel the child is giving herself more power, more control. Yay, I'm one of yeah. them. I'm not yeah. alone anymore in my battle, you see. Mm. So it's beautiful what you were doing. Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to me that the child would be in therapy. I've, I've worked with children and adolescents <laughs> and the whole gamut. It's the parents who have to be in therapy, not the kids. Yeah, that's, well, uh, you know. I, I now know that that that's uh, looking back. I certainly want to <laughs> say that that's probably true. Um, you know, one of the things that is so important in your work and what yeah. we bring to the table is the other part of what I said, and that yeah. is information. I was sharing with you that I woke up this morning. I had a meeting really early this morning, Uh um, Mm -hmm. international meeting. We were on the call. And I knew when I woke up that what I needed to say was that this positive media mojo, which we're going to crowdfund for, it's a community of positive acts in the world and we're building Mm. that but we're also building the network but I woke up this morning Doris and I was like okay I got to tell them this on the call beautiful now yeah I think that's an example of what you're saying about when we wake up that was for me something I wouldn't forget because I knew I had the call but sometimes Mm -hmm. we get information that may not be related to our day right uh, it may, uh, but you see, it's always related to you. The mm. dreamer is always oh. dreaming about the dreamer. So if you dream, I'll give you an example. If okay. you dream about the president, and this is not politically affected uh, mm. or a political statement, if you dream about the president and the president, I've had those recurrent dreams. Each new president at some point would come. I, I'm at a party that, it was Clinton, then it was Bush, the older Bush, then it was the other Bush, then it was mm-hmm. this one. All the presidents, whomever is president, comes to a party or a meeting where I am and wants to talk to me, even uh, once or twice wants to dance with me. Mm-hmm. What was common in these dreams is that I'd always have it, not only with each new president, but when I was feeling kind of down and I was oh. feeling disempowered. Mm-hmm. To look at the information that my unconscious was giving, does that mean I was meeting a president? I am totally disinterested in anything political altogether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in meeting a president, but the language of symbols, a uh, U.S. president is one of the most powerful, if not certainly like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the most powerful man in the world. So if the most powerful man comes and wants to talk to Doris, wants to dance with Doris, it's to give the message, have heart, child. You're okay. Mm -hmm. You can connect with sources of power that will see you for who you are because they are coming to a party or a meeting where I am, you see, and they want to talk to me. 
So they were always very reassuring. So the information that comes in every night, it's like this. Your unconscious has endless patience. It knocks at your door, and it says, please pay attention. And let's say some of the things you do, you do pay attention when you wake up because it's in order to make changes or grow or transform in waking life, you see. And if you ignore it or keep saying, no, no, I don't dream, no, I don't dream, the unconscious will go come in from the left, come in from the right, come in from underneath, come in from the top, and you, you may start getting recurrent dreams. Wow. You may start getting a series of nightmares because it's banging on the door to get mm-hmm. your attention. Mm-hmm. If you go to the door when someone is knocking and then banging, you'll go, you'll open the door. There is no need for banging anymore, isn't it? Right. No. Right. No. Right. So, and, and, yeah. I mean, th- what we're talking about here today, too, is yes. what I think we started out uh, originally. What is tr- this is my question. Yes. What slash who is trying to get our attention because that mm-hmm. that's that I know that you know the b- part of the work that you do is also with guides and so the question mm-hmm. is for me um yeah. this is a spiritual journey for me I mean I yeah. I go to bed every night with a spiritual uh-huh. practice I wake up with it and wow. why Good wouldn't our dreams mm-hmm. include that no because the unconscious is vast. If you are involved and um, you activate and you enjoy a spiritual practice, meditation, prayer, whatever yeah. it is, that's all very yeah. nice. That's all nice. But the unconscious is vast. It gives you support. It gives you warnings. It gives you direction. You are the single most important person to your unconscious. See, when, uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, cognitive behavior therapy is, very effective, but it's very narrow. Yeah. It deals with the here and now. What about yeah. the unconscious? Right. What about, you know, those vast oceans that affect us? Where do they go? Only when we access the unconscious and begin to become more aware of it, and of course, dreaming is one of the most powerful and effective vehicles to experience, know it, learn about it, and then make the necessary changes during the day, you see. So if we ignore it, it puts us at risk. And you know what's one of the biggest risks? It's not only that we might never have much of an understanding of what the heck is going on in our world or, more importantly, in our relationships. We think, okay, I'm going to wait until I find the right one, between quotation marks, and God will send him to me. God loves us all, is what my guys always say, and I believe always. God will want to send you someone every single day, but you'll be overwhelmed. Mm. You see, and then I go, but the unconscious will communicate with you about what might be holding you back from being open to receive or to change certain things in waking life that would facilitate the process and the experience of connecting with a mate, finding Mm. the kind of work that you would love that really is an expression of your heart and soul, and so it goes, you see? Mm -hmm. I I mean, this is really for a lot of people. I I see this as, yeah, definitely getting some insight, but the other thing is getting some Mm -hmm. relief Um, Ah, because 
we are in a stressful time for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend that cannot not watch the news. She oi, cannot oi. not watch the news. She's got to watch the news all the oi. time, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said to her, I've never known you to watch the news. But she, oh, you know, wow. since about a year, she can't yep. stop watching. So she's oh in God. a little bit of a pickle. And I, I, I'm interested mm. to know how dreams mm-hmm. can help us in our everyday lives. I think we talked about a couple of things, but can dreams mm-hmm. relieve our stress? Totally. If we connect with the dreams, it's like going to a library. And the library is all you, about you. And all of the staff have been waiting for you. And as soon as you walk in, they say, Pat. Dr. Pat, we're so happy you're here. Now come down this aisle because this is where job opportunities are. And it would really fit with you. So you can really get very tangible advice and guidance, you see? Mm-hmm. And it works amazingly. Let me give you an example of some of the dreams. One of the most common dreams, we refer to them as bathroom dreams. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're looking for a bathroom, you want to uh, urinate, or you want to defecate, okay? You want to urinate, you're pissed off, you're angry. That's the symbol. So if you, you know, and um, if you want to get to defecate, you want to get rid of toxicity, of feces. I'm not going to use the four-letter word on the air, but you're really trying to get rid of that. The four-letter word, you're trying to get rid emotionally or in terms of your relationships of that. So let's say you find a bathroom. The door is locked. You know, you're pointed in the direction of the bathroom, the door is locked, and, and you begin to feel very uncomfortable, and you're getting more and more anxious. You need to urinate. You need to urinate, okay? What is the guidance in waking life? And let's say you wake up at this point. Your unconscious is saying you want to express, the upper part of the word express is X, to exit the emotion, to bring it up and out. When you urinate, you are flushing out the uh, urine, so you're ex pressing it outwards. And as I said, symbolically, it's about being pissed off, feeling angry. So your unconscious is saying you really need to bring up and out some of your anger and express it, but you're having trouble breaking through some of the barriers. So you may need to seek another bathroom, another avenue, another opening, or another approach that would be open to you. So if you have a friend that wouldn't be freaking out if you started expressing your anger, not the turn necessarily, just, to, you know, to bring it up for yourself, that's the guidance that the dream is telling you. And it's about you. It's not necessarily in general. It's about Pat. Because in the dream, you were guided to that place, and it was locked. Mm-hmm. And you, you're getting more and more anxious because of it. You see what I'm saying? I do. I do. And, you know, I love the whole idea of unlocking. I love yes. the idea of unlocking. It is, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of unlocking, unlocking our minds, unlocking our hearts, yes. you know, yes. unlocking our consciousness. Yes. I yes. love that yes. idea of unlocking. Yes. And the reason I love it, Doris, is because a lot of times we say we say we're in search of. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in search of spirit. I'm in search of God. I'm in search yeah, of higher yeah, yeah. power. Um, yeah. But those things are not lost. They're not lost. And so I love the, the, the idea of unlocking. Um, oh, beautiful. 
the metaphor that you're using is you don't need to search because it's not gone. You just need to do some things to open the door. The door is there already. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think Indeed. that's what you're talking about, too, here is, um, you know, how can we, and you, you do this beautifully in the book, how can we prepare ourselves for receiving this, to receive the key, because that's actually what we're going to get. We're going to get the key, yeah. and the key is yeah. going to help us unlock it. What mm-hmm. do you find people, uh, what can they learn and do better? Because a lot of times we're afraid of our dreams. Uh, that's right, but because we don't know how to interpret them. So people say, the favorite comment is, oh, I had this weird dream, so Immediately, I'm always correcting, saying, I'm not correcting your English. I'm correcting Mm -hmm. your perception. There are no weird dreams. You may not know how to interpret it, but it's not weird. So let's just take a look. And it's always about self. Always. That's where the dreamer is always dreaming about the dreamer. So in the dream where the president comes and wants to meet with me, this is not arrogance. This is not pretentiousness. This is not a, a, a message that, oh, maybe I should be involved in politics, which I can't stand. No, not at all. The information is about reassurance. So mm-hmm. when we begin to look at self, if I would not have understood the intention of the dream unless I was willing to admit in waking life, I am feeling unsure. I'm feeling scared right now. Uh, that there, there are some concerns that are really serious regarding my income, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, I'm going to be giving a workshop, and the assistant that I had that was going to be preparing some of the groundwork it has left precipitously. What do I do now? So there was some anxiety, and here comes the president in the dream. Oh boy! I know. You I want to say we do have time to give away a couple more copies of the book. Benny's been busy, busy, busy. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. You know the idea about this conversation that I love, Doris, really love, yes. is the idea that help is on the way and it's within us. Ah, uh, indeed. Right. Indeed. And, yes. and you're helping us. Tap mm, into that. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. Yeah. Um, and the way you've done it in your book is just yeah. brilliant. Um, mm. I have a question for you about sure. something I picked up in the book when I read it. I read everybody's mm-hmm. book. Um, and oh, I don't remember where I read it. But uh-huh. title, you say title your dream. Now, right. I love this because every mm-hmm. show we do, every episode has a title and a description. So I yes. love this. Yeah, um, you see the relevance. Tell me about why that's important. And does it matter what or how I title it? You know, right now no. people are worried. Don't say this word. Don't say that word. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First of all, don't overthink. Whatever you're going to do, Thank don't you. overthink, overanalyze because you're already in the left brain, you see, doing that. Don't, don't do that. It's like the title of an article in the newspaper. Remember, the metaphor is today's newspaper. So if you're going to be glancing at at a newspaper and you don't want to read every word, you want to just read an article that is related to the development of additional channels uh, and the spread of wonderful information and blessings, uh, you know, the groups that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, the positive aspect, okay? Right. You're going to go through the newspaper. Where will you stop when there is an article that is the heading of the article, parenthesis, the title, right. is saying, 
Oh, we're going to open Dr. Pat is connecting and opening an additional series of channels, and mm-hmm. it starts referring to your history and how much you've affected people from a positive vantage point, etc. The title gives you information about what it is about, you see. So as soon as uh, the first thing that comes to mind when you title your dream, it yeah. will tell you what the dream is about, even though mm. uh, initially you may not feel quite confident in interpreting it on your own just yet, because everybody starts out by saying, I had a dream. I don't know what it means. It would yeah. be, I don't know. I don't know. Stop saying, I don't know, please. Right. Say, I don't know right. yet. I will maybe. stop. I'm going to stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know yet. But if I give it a title, first thing that comes into my awareness after I read it slowly, because you will begin to become aware of what the unconscious is saying to you. If you describe very definitively or specifically a sofa to a Martian, a Martian mm-hmm. comes in and says, what is a sofa? You have a sofa in the dream. So for all of us, what, what, so what? Somebody sitting on the sofa. What's, what's the big deal there? What is there not to understand? But if you break it down, if I have to explain what a sofa is, where it is located, more than one person usually sits on a sofa, almost by definition. Is it in my family room? Is it in my office? Is it an old sofa? Is it a new sofa? I begin to get the message that the unconscious is using through the language of symbols when I explain the function of these things in my dream. If the sofa is in the family room and only one person is sitting on it and then gets up and leaves, the message from the unconscious is in the issues of your family. You may not feel much support and you may feel sort of isolated because it's always about the dreamer. You may feel very alone. You may feel very separate because family, we think family, a mother, a father, children, siblings, uncles, aunts, etc., and family, it could also be a surrogate family, is always implying support. But in the dream, if you feel if that person was sitting and only one person and then leaves, you feel isolated or you feel abandoned. And these are the feelings you need to name and own them, not with criticism not with judgment, and oh my God, not with diagnosis either. The favorite diagnosis nowadays is everybody's bipolar or, or you, you know, it doesn't work this way. The best thing you could, I've diagnosed thousands of people over the years working as a psychologist. However, I don't diagnose anybody anymore. No more. Yeah, I, I know. Say, what's the I history? Know. Yeah, I know. What's That's case? exactly the reason that I didn't go into clinical practice, you know, wow. uh, and yeah. and yet yeah. at the same time, look at you and I, yeah. what we're doing is we've signed up <laughs> to help other people live an amazing life. That's what we're doing, you know, and so we, we just didn't do it. Yeah, we, we probably didn't do it in what, what's called the traditional way, but uh-huh. that's because we're guided to do something different. Doris, thank you so much for today. One last question. Uh, sure. It's been amazing. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Please note your dreams and know that you're opening up to this amazing world of possibilities and magic every night. Mm -hmm. Only for you. You're number one. You're number one. So Mm -hmm. please do it because it would be wonderful to use the information in the book to guide yourself because it's very easy and simple. So God be with all of you. You're on a 
tremendous journey of discovery. Mm. Dr. Doris Cohen, everyone, dreaming on both sides of the brain. Uh, for those of you out there, if you've missed any part of this, uh, please, please make sure Transformation Talk Radio, the Dr. Pat Show, it will play again tonight and it'll be available for you to download and share. Doris, thank you so much for all that you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. You bet. We're going to take a short break, everyone. More coming up on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Seating audio was via a Skype call.